is random convos from the couch hey everyone it's cody and charisma and you're now listening to random convos from the couch podcast stay tuned <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> we almost had a technical difficulty in the on the first start of it. Yeah, I'm good. Alright. Hey everybody, what's going on out there? Hey everybody. We back Here for another episode, another podcast. Another podcast, yeah. Uh this week was mainly music. May yeah, either like music as in like music that came out or artists that just happened to be musicians that was just saying some shit. So Give yeah. you the heads up, just you know. So hope you guys don't turn up the podcast. So let's start with uh, VMAs, just because it happened. Oh, on Sunday. it happened Sunday. Okay, so VMAs was uh, live from uh, New York and Brooklyn at the I, I enjoyed it. Well, I enjoyed the what we what you was able to see. Yeah, like I <laughs> uh, just starting off. Chloe Bailey did amazing. Yes, she did. She performed "Have Mercy." Which is her new song. And so big. Yes. Um, she performed her new song. And if you watched her performance, she, well, to me, reminded me of Beyonce. The second week in a row, I'm telling you, little project. Like, I was like, that's Beyonce. It reminded me of Beyonce's uh, VMA performance. Shortly after Lemonade came out. Yeah, um, her team is definitely working really hard right now. Um, she did amazing. It was good. Um, Little Nas X performance. I was, you, I know you heard me, I was rooting for him, cheering him on the entire time. Right. He was just being himself. And I, I think, loved yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll get to him in a little bit. But um, yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, I know definitely for this award show. It was a bunch of people that, uh, like, a few times, and I know I can't be the only one that was like, who? Who? I've never heard that song. It's because you don't listen to the radio. Yeah, and I will say I don't. I mean, and I'm not knocking anything about it. I will say that, like, back when I was, like, in middle school, like, way before the iPods and, and, and everything of that nature, like, you know, for here in Oklahoma, we could just turn on, at the time, it used to be 97.9. But I feel like that's everybody before you could do, before well, yeah. there was Spotify and Pandora, Apple Music, everybody listened to the radio. Yeah, and then, but, Or and, you had to buy CDs. Uh, yeah, but people actually went out to buy them. Even, yeah. Even, like, the singles and shit, because you wanted to have it in your car and, and all that. I'm just saying, like, and there's nothing, no knock on it, because, I mean, everyone has an audience, especially the people that was nominated and stuff. I always think about that, like, in the Grammys, because it'll always be, like, one artist, I'm like, I've never heard this person a day in my life, mm-hmm. but they have an audience, so, Somebody's what do you listening. know? Yeah, so, um, for me, the v- I mean, I, I was just watching it, because it was something to watch on Sunday, really. Um, I mean, I didn't say it was bad, it just, you know, I knew it was just going to be an award show that I was just like, you know, whatever. Um, Doja Cat being the host, um, I, for what they were looking for, I think that um, she was the right choice, I would Yeah, say. they said that was the first time someone that was nominated was a host. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought, oh, I guess that one year when Miley Cyrus did it. Uh, she was a nominated Yeah, person. yo, that was a crazy one, because... Uh, Nikki Is that the one with, oh, okay, I was yeah. going to ask that one with Nikki. Like, Miley was good. Yeah. And, and uh, it was just like, how fucking awkward that shit was, but yeah. Um, did they do a Vanguard? Did B- Buster no. Rhymes? I don't, I see, I didn't watch it. 
uh-huh. watch that, but no, they didn't have one at all. Oh, okay, because I because I don't know if they was like you know he got something and, and was getting his flowers and shit like that. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Okay, for for the legend status of it of him. I'm yeah, sorry. I didn't see what that was, but yeah. no, they didn't do the award. Um, is that it? Yeah, because I really. Oh, uh, Normani performed. Oh yeah, yeah. How she do? She did good. She brought out. Uh, Tiana Taylor, I told you they did that. Oh scene. yeah, the 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 um the, the Jenna Jackson, Jackson. Yeah. Jenna Jackson, um, scene. Yeah, you know tribute or you know homage. I would guess you could yeah. say. Yeah, I saw. I did see that on um on social media and everything like that. Um, I I would say Tiana Taylor, y'all for real. We have somebody that is is just as close enough to when we when we were younger. I'll say for at least us. When we were younger and seeing Janet Jackson and people that would do performances like that, mm-hmm. you know, that's the closest thing we're going to have to it. So I'll say just, you know, cherish it as much as we can. I personally think that she should get out of our good music deal, but that's just me. Um, she probably wants to, too, but probably can't. Yeah, yeah, I know. That, that's what sucks about things like that. When we hear our favorite artists, like, they're just locked in on a contract that they can't get out of. Mm-hmm. And we know that they can be able to fly a little bit further than what they were doing. I would say, like, I like her earlier. But she said she's done doing music anyway, so. Yeah. I feel like that probably got her to do it. Um, I actually just watched them. Not, not just, but uh, just because I ain't watched it in a while. The, the movie, The After Party on Netflix, when she was the stripper. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so we'll stay into the music. And you know? um, yesterday, uh, Lil Nas has dropped his debut album. Um, is it Montero? Is it that the pronunciation of it? I'm assuming so. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. It fit him. Yeah, what he was going in uh, his style of music. He had pop. Tried to rap a little bit on some songs. You were like, oh my God, he's saying the N-word a lot. Yeah, he you? did. He said nigga a lot. <laughs> um, I mean, but I mean, he, he, I mean, he cuts on like Twitter and stuff. So I'm like, I mean. I it, mean, but I guess just we because. We just didn't hear it in the music. Yeah, we've never heard it before in his music. Oh. Um, I thought it was cool. I, like, you can tell he. Had uh, creative control. Well, I was going to say that, but. <laughs> uh, you can tell he's trying to appeal to both sides. Both you, both audiences. He do, has. do you think that's a good thing? Yeah. Okay. Because oh. a little bit something for everybody. Because it's like I I don't know what's the the exact saying, but it's like if you try to please uh, everyone, you wind up pleasing no one. So I was hoping it wasn't being like that. Um, I would say songs that I did like. I would say um, Dollar Sign Slime with, with Megan. Dollar Dollar's a cool one. Um, Dead Right Now, I like that one. And Scoop with um, Doja. Yeah, those are the songs I would say I like. Um. Outside of that, I mean, I'm not saying the album's bad. I mean, just it was just a one listen. Um, yeah, but, no other music came out. Yeah, because um, yesterday was just it was kind of just. <sighs> uh, Seventh Street did come out. I have yet to listen to it. And, oh, I don't listen to it either. Um, I have yet I plan to, to. I plan to as well because I I said you know what I've never listened to a Seventh Streeter album from beginning to end before. I just listened to like the the singles and the deep cuts that everyone talks about like you know as a relatable song to like maybe an Instagram caption or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh so hopefully um it's a good project, you know, um way better than I don't know cuz we discussed how many albums she had before. We were like, how many albums she has? Um and then also 
Uh, since we just gonna go ahead and keep in the music because it's been what two weeks since um Certified Lover Boy has been dropped. Yeah. And my man Drake uh breaking records. How about that? Are we surprised? We're not. But I will say I was surprised that. How many? How many? Because in the Billboard Top 10, he had nine of them. Yeah. Uh, which has never happened. Which I wouldn't have thought about. And people, I think you could tell the anticipation. So, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and ask you. Because you, you obviously listen to both. What was better, CLB or Donda? Drake. <laughs> I listened to Kanye's project. One time. One time and not even all the way through. Because it was so long. Now, it's, I mean, Kanye's project was good. How it flowed collectively mm-hmm. was good. So I'll give him that. I but think, it doesn't have any replay value for me. Yeah. I I would say this. Um, I think Donda did good because people were just like, you know what? I feel like a lot of people were like, look, Life of Pablo was whatever. You know, uh, did you Ye get past was, the six songs? No, okay, I have to listen. I'm just saying, I think that for the six songs that I played, that was like his best stuff compared to like what he's wasn't it like 20 something songs? Yeah, I, I, I just look. So, how do you know that was his best stuff? Because here's the thing I told you on the other projects that I didn't like from him, only like one song. That's not telling me your that's not defending your argument. Oh, no, no, actually, I'm not trying to defend nothing for, for, for Donda. Look. I'm just happy that he finally released. He got it out the way. But good thing that Drake dropped right after because everybody would have been talking about Donna for like more weeks. I feel like once that CLB dropped, you didn't hear shit about Donna as much no more. Like you just said you didn't even go back to listen to it. So that told me what I needed I didn't, I didn't I plan to. on it. Yeah, I don't plan on it either, you know. Um, it is what it is. Well, you know what? I added two Donna songs and I just did three songs for like Lil Nas X. So I, uh, Lil Nas X album was better than Donna. How about that? Uh, but... This need a hear it there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but congratulations to Drake on of course. his number nine. I mean. His nine out of the top ten. Billboard. Yes. Yes. So now we're going to transition to his label mate. <clears throat> uh, his bestie. For his bestie. Young Money. The one and only uh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Oh, so, Nicki Mirage. I don't know if you guys had heard. If you live under a rock. Basically, I'm not going to go to the tweets or anything. But I'll summarize it for (laughs) y'all. So, here's what happened. It all started basically the night of the VMAs. Um, No. It was Monday. So, I'm sorry. The Met Gala. Yeah, there we go. The day of that. And someone like Nicki Minaj was ha- having like, ask me a questions, like ask me questions on Twitter. And so someone asked Nicki, hey, are you going to be at the Met Gala? And she's like, no, because um, to attend the Met Gala, you had to be vaccinated. And she wasn't. And she said she wasn't vaccinated because she was still trying to do research. (laughs) And then she went on to say uh, her cousin in Trinidad 
uh, treating them boys. Got the vaccination, and basically he's a, he's a male. One of his testicles swelled, <laughs> and basically insinuating that you know uh, that was caused from the vaccine. People went in on her, and was like, "What research are you doing?" Hold on, the, and then the the cousin, uh, his wedding was called off. Yeah, people because were saying, like, that's an STD. <laughs> he, he, he was fucking around. Yeah. And so, that's why the wedding was called up. Like, everyone was like, how did, you know. You know what? I go lie. You know what she just created by putting that out? Now, everybody's going to start, if, if some shit like that happens and to me, they're going to start using And people were really upset with Nikki excuse. first saying that. Because if anyone who knows... Nicki Minaj has a very large fan base. Yes. They're called the Barbs. Yes. They the, have been... You want to go, go oh, oh, yeah. I'll say it. Go ahead. Because they were protesting in Atlanta. Oh, I wasn't even getting to that yet. Oh, go ahead. Well, do, well, um, go ahead. What I was going to say was, if you know Nicki Minaj fans, they have been known when anyone like says anything about her, they are like, ride or die. Mm-hmm. They threaten... You know, they do all this stuff. Her fans are vicious, you know, and she knows that. And so people were upset because it's like you have such this, you have this large fan base, Mm -hmm. this huge platform, and you're spreading or insinuating false information. Right. You're saying if if a man... Gets the vaccine. Possibility one of his balls can swell. Like, come on. Yeah, well, I've had the um the the vaccine for a few months and I'm I'm good. So I I just I I don't understand how he he told her that and she was just like, oh really? You know some shit like that. You know? Yes, you some shit. Do research. What do you mean? It's been FDA approved. Yeah. What the fuck? What research can you do, Nikki? And, and people were saying like how crazy it is that uh, if you did you do research on them uh, on them butt shots? Yeah, but it's like, but what what research can you do other than Google tells you? Yeah, it's not. I mean, the internet never lies. You're not reading medical scientific <laughs> documents and shit. What the fuck? You don't know chemistry and biology. So, but, but, but I got from her, we ain't going to ever get a Nicki Minaj album. Because <laughs> because if she's doing research on that shit, it's going to take her a minute. So, But, you know, she's so big, and it even got to the news. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dr. Fauci was like, that's incorrect. Of course. And what's crazy is that she was on social media, like, shocked. It got as big as it did. Do you know who you are? You're a big fucking artist. Okay. Yes, you're like your status. You know, you're big like a Beyonce, a yeah. Drake, a Rihanna. People who have really huge followings. Of course, people are gonna take heed to what you say. Yeah, especially for the fact that like for years you you know for female rap you were only the only female rapper that was really out. So you're gonna you stood out at the gate. You know, and especially been doing that for the last 10 years whatsoever. Look, and, and the thing about the barbs that really, that gets me is that, um, is that. 
It like, was a misuse of her platform. She exactly. never did that. And that, to me, like, outside of, like, what's going on, like, that's the reason why I wasn't so major on her music. Um, like, I like her. Like, you know, she seems like a cool person. I don't know her like that. I ain't even gonna say that. Basically, it's just like, uh, the fans kind of just turn me away because it's like, man, y'all, y'all, you know, y'all going a little... You doing too much. You doing too much. So, when the whole thing came out, I'm thinking, we first discussed it before we even knew where it was going to go to. And it was like, damn. So, all these people, it's really going to come out the woodworks and be like, yeah, you know what? You know, there's probably some vaccinated people that's going to lie say say some shit like that happened to me. You know, whatever. Oh. But you're going to have people who have been hesitant to get the vaccine who mm-hmm. are fans of hers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, no, I'm not going to get it. Exactly. And you don't and want like, that to happen. Yeah, like. You know. I feel like a lot of times, these celebrities, I, I don't see how you can forget mm-hmm. who you are. Right. And the power, I don't even want to say the power, the influence yes. that you have over your following mm-hmm. and of people who look up to you mm-hmm. or listen to you. You need to be self-aware. Right. And because basically, especially for something like this. Yeah, not no you we not talking about like hey y'all, let's all go vegan and some shit yes. like that. You talking about something that's very serious. That can serious. save people's lives. Exactly. We are literally in a moment where every time some shit like this happens, we are never going to get away from this. Yeah. We're like, going to be in here for a long time. And, and on top of that, like if you had used the platform, especially as, as fluent as you are to say have everyone everyone should get the vaccine, you know how cleaned up a lot of the shit would be just a good percentage yeah but instead you're talking about you can have your balls sweat you gotta do research what research can you do right come on nikki really oh nika and she was like she's never tweeting again great yeah i thought yes <laughs> uh yeah i know she had went on her live and stuff i i was like um, you know, whatever. I you know, it's like, it's like, when stuff like this happens, it, you appreciate mm-hmm. things like the reason why we never hear Beyonce talk. Yeah, because. Why she ain't got a Twitter. Yeah, because she's, look, everybody is all looking. A when lot of artists, fans can be yes men, mm-hmm. unfortunately. You know, um, and we hold them to a higher standard, even though they just as humans, excuse me, as any one of us. If Beyonce was to say some shit like that, it's over. <laughs> over. So, but yeah. <laughs> Y'all, the reason could be just sounding like this. Okay. So, I don't know if you guys know this. You probably don't. Cody's favorite college football team. <laughs> Is the Miami Hurricanes. And as we're recording, we're watching it on mute. And I told him, I said, are you sure you want to do this? Because the last time, it wasn't a Miami game. The last time, uh, it wasn't the last time we recorded, but one time, Cody and I recorded, and something was on TV he wanted to watch. He couldn't focus. Yeah, okay. And so... Now I'm explaining it. All right, go ahead. So today, I just, <laughs> mind you, 
Miami's football, college football just started. Mm-hmm. There, this is, uh, third, third they, they played two games so yeah. far. Third the game. first game, they lost. The second game last, game too, yeah. the second game last week, they won barely. Yeah, if y'all surprised. were in this house with me, <laughs> while Cody was watching this damn game, <laughs> he was cursing up a storm. Fuck, so, shit. he God said, damn. the game, he's like, he said, I'm just going to have it on mute. I said, are you sure? I said, because I know you're going to be cursing because they're going to make you upset. So that's why a minute ago, Cody was like, oh, <laughs> like. So they was running, they they was they, they passed the ball, then the dude fumbles for Miami. And so I was like, all right, but I saw a Miami person next to it, so I thought he got on the ball. And then I noticed that the, the team from the opposite side of Michigan State had recovered it. So, um, y'all... Uh, I that's the reason why that ended was the way it was. So yeah, um. But yeah, that was Nikki. Yes. So yeah, uh, we'll just we'll just move on. Let's go on to uh, versus. Okay, so versus happened, y'all. Uh, Fat Joe versus Jaru. Now I'm gonna be honest with you, I was not really as interested. Not even that. I wasn't really interested to watching that versus only because of the fact that, like, they don't have that excitement to me as they once did when they first came out. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, if I if I'm watching this, because I literally have nothing else to do. And, and, and funny enough, I was watching wrestling, and I ain't like how they was doing this. I'm like, man, let me just watch this fucking versus. I don't, get, you know, at least have it on, you know. But I'm still gonna probably do shit. It's not gonna be like how at Tense House this, um, the locks versus Dipset, right? So cool. So uh, Fat Joe, he was thinking, and I I think he agreed to this because after where. Finish your sentence. No, no, no. I okay. was saying it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't push me. Uh, domestic violence on the podcast. But <laughs> but he was going in with the locks approach. Like the hood, the hood records, the the those records that, you know, freestyles, all that type of stuff. And people knew the music. Hey, people knew the music. So it really wasn't too far of, of something that happens like that. So th- so he went with that approach. Well, he's the thing. Ain't nobody checking for Fat Joe songs. Like that. Like, even the singles. Like, outside of... I know, oh, I know what's love. You told me you couldn't even name 10 Fat Joe songs. I don't I'm know sure what's I love. can, but they're not like anything to be bragging about. The only one I would want to listen to is What's Love by With the Shanti. Yeah. That, that's it. And that's crazy because that came out about, what, 2002? I don't you care know. about Lean Back or Make It Rain. That's all I know. Oh, is it? Hey, who, hey, oh, and I Won't Tell. Oh, so, my. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. If he didn't bring Jay Holiday out, it was over. I, and, I, and I don't think he was out. Ja Rule, to me, had, him. Had, was going to win the battle because Ja Rule had some hits. Like, before 50 came into the picture, he did have some records. Murder Inc. did have a big sound at, at a time. So cool. So fat, I'm watching it. And so Fat Joe started off with like Flo Joe. Now, here's the thing Flo Joe is a good song. But it's not a versus. I wouldn't have done that. I've never heard that song before. Um, it's it's like it's like first single as he first came out. Like you know, first a single, you know well. Then uh, Ja Rule, I think he started off with um, uh, murder, not murder gram. It, it's the song with uh with uh with DMX. Um, I forgot the name. Either of it. way, but Ja Rule, ja Rule but Ja Rule was so confident, and I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Cause After he got 50 hit. Did to him, and, and after the fire festival, I've never seen this man more confident. This man took L's for the rest of his life. He 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 took an L basically from a Dave Chappelle joke. He took an L from Fifty. He took an L from Fire Festival. Even at the Bucks not game, not the rest of his life. 
He, baby, as soon as as soon as fifty came into the he's, picture, he's, take, his, he's taking his, a his downward spiral. He's taking a few L's, but he is not taking an L for the rest of his life. But okay. that's a bit excessive. I'm not gonna say it's a bit excessive. It but, is. He still got life to live. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. He hold on, hold ain't hold still on. taking L's. Okay, here's the thing. Yes, he has life to live. But if he was to drop music right now, new music, are you streaming any of it? No, no, no. I mean, he's taking L's. You is mis- but Cody, he could be doing other business ventures. Yeah, I'm not gonna say okay, that. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm not saying I don't want him to win. I just don't think he is going to win. That's but, the difference. But don't say he's don't don't say he's gonna take L's for the rest of his life. All right, you're right. He's taking a few L's. Why people taking a few L's? Those hit a little harder than them when else. Yeah, you don't know. Everybody's L's is different. My team could lose a football game and they can play another one. He takes okay, L's but that's and, different. And everyone talks about that. But shit. that's different. It is. But they don't. Ain't nobody talking about Jaru's L's. Okay. We won't discuss that Jaru has L's, okay? And on top of that, in the in the I'm ready song, he's they said are you L E, not are you ready? Okay, so get let's get that straight right now. Uh but yes, Fat Joe was losing and he claimed he didn't lose. But he was losing the whole time and everyone and then Jaru was like He started I playing songs hits. that wasn't even his. Yeah, oh my gosh. So he played a big pun song. He played uh still not a player. I don't want to be a player no more. I ain't a player. I just fuck a lot. I was like, okay, cool. I'm thinking, did they have a remix that I never heard with Fat Joe on it? And I thought Fat Joe was going to flow, but now he And even Ja Rule was like, you're not even on the song. And he was, he was like, like, I, I produced it. Produced no, no, no. It. He said he produced it at first. He was like, you did? He was like, I executive produced it. He's like, that shit don't count. <laughs> like... But fuck? my nigga, don't you got a big? But but you're a rapper though, so yeah. why don't play shit you executive produce? Yeah, here's the thing. Fatjo has single albums. He has uh, Terror Squad albums. He's had a lot of features. My whole thing is is that when you thought of your twenty, Joe, um, did you not think that? I think he just thought of the check. Yeah, yeah, but but I felt like but he was competitive coming in. See, like. He was talking mad shit. He was talking mad shit. And I think that the people that don't talk as much shit is the ones that are probably going to win that battle. You know, because... He was overly confident. I don't think he... he... Man, Joe... I mean, Joe was just like... All right, cool. We got he played this. your uh, song featuring Bobby Brown. And I know you're getting bored. Dealing with them. Girl, you miss my loving. My, my thug and thug loving. And, and I know, know yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, but uh, he he automatically wins that round. But he would have gotten an extra point for me if Bobby would have came out. Bobby did play that in um, the verses with him and uh, Keith Sweat, right? I don't know, but what he he just did the chorus. He have no verses. In yeah, in, in the dance too. Oh God, he too old. He was sweating. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, oh, and, so, and, and then uh, Fat Joe had to apologize for his comments because uh, he now credit. He said that he did not know that uh, Little Mo and Vita was in the back. So he said he, he called them some dusty bitches after when he brought Remy Ma out. And Remy Ma and, and Remy. Does it matter who it was? Why are you calling women dusty bitches? Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I would say I would say like this. He was in battle mode, but I wouldn't have went as far as to say that. Like, battle he, mode, my nigga, you're not winning. What do you mean? You have this confidence that's not even well, he warranted. Had to, he had to play records that wasn't his, and he had to bring out people for 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 rounds that that only they can rap on. Like, when but Randy why are you Mock calling somebody in. dirty bitches? Dusty, and it's a difference. But yeah, you still calling them bitches? Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, and then uh, 
So that happened, and then after that versus Ashanti. Oh no, I was gonna talk about JD and Diddy. Oh well, oh we off of it. Yeah, it like it, 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 it watch at you will if you want to. Now everyone's been discussing versus, uh-huh. and they want Diddy to come in to do one because you know Bad Boy they got some records. You know we want to see like labels or producers back again. Like a lot of the artists cool, but we want to see those. Uh-huh. So Diddy was like, the only one I wouldn't do it with is Dre. And everyone's like, what about Jermaine Dupree? Because Jermaine Dupree has hits. He does. And he's actually produced them. Executive produced as well. But he's actually behind the boards. Diddy was basically shutting that shit down like, nah, nigga. Nah, JD's not in my level. And everyone's like, are, are you sure? Because R&B-wise... JD has a better catalog for just him doing records alone and even people for something. I feel like Diddy only really got Biggie shit. Biggie and maybe Mace shit he can compete with, honestly. And coming down to a versus? Yes. I would say this. Bad Boy's rap rap catalog to me and mainly is coming from uh, uh, Biggie and um, Mace. Mace. Plus, uh, you know, they can play like a Craig Mock uh, Max song. Uh, Loon Song, um, G Dep, all them people and everything like that, Black Rob. So they can do the rap part from Bad Boy can compete mm-hmm. against like over Lil Bow Wow and Criss Cross and uh, the Franchise Boys in the mm-hmm. rap. I say that now when it comes out to the R and B side, I told you that um, the emancip- the Emancipation of Mimi and Confessions in eighty seven oh one alone just for those. Be anything that Bad Boy's done. Of course, hundred percent. Uh, Jagged Edge to me can compete against a One Twelve, and One Twelve was to me the biggest group. Because I, I mean, Boy. I feel like if they did do one, mm-hmm. I don't think it would. I don't think Jay Z, not Jay Z, Jermaine Dupri would try to do like rap versus rap. He just gonna play what he feel like it goes. Yeah, because he can play a few it. Escape records. He could play uh, even ba- for ba- sure. Bow Wow, depending on what Diddy plays, Bow Wow can win around. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what song he'll play from, but he can play any one of them. I think that Diddy should not be dismissing anyone when it comes down to shit like, especially for the catalog that Jermaine Dupri does have. Mm-hmm. The whole city of Atlanta can win. And then on top of that, you look at some other stuff. Alicia Keys records. Yeah. Uh, Monica records. Um... Who else? Uh, just yeah. yeah, I mean, he could definitely compete. Yeah. So, I think that... Uh, I think... Diddy, Diddy, Diddy's head might be too big. He, he might think that he Here's might. the thing. Diddy gonna have to do it now. Now, you gotta prove it. Because now the whole world's watching. I think this is, to me, out of what we can get right now. It's probably the most successful I don't, I don't think he would. I don't think he would either. Because, uh, you know, I don't want him to be on, like, my check too big. But, like, Swiss and, and Timberland's worked with Diddy before. They, they, they should really consider it, you know. It, uh, here's the thing. If Diddy not going to do it, I think Jermaine Dupri still should get into doing a versus. Who would he do it with, though? Um, maybe he could go against Dre. Because they, they did say Dre was interested in doing one. Really? Yeah. Uh, he it, just it, don't want to do it with Diddy. <laughs> he probably, that's probably like we didn't read that between the lines. you know. Probably. Yeah. He uh, probably, he probably <clears> thinking like, Diddy ain't even a real producer. Right. Like, then they can only be behind the boards. But, 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 but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I do think that I would love to see a bad boy versus death row um, versus because death row is getting bad boy the fuck out of here. Because now you got to also count Snoop, you know, the dog pound, a lot of pop records. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had like classics between both I feel like that'd labels. be some East Coast, West Coast shit. Yeah. And, but, I mean, they been, that was a versus way before the versus. So that needs to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. 
All right, um, real quick before we get into uh, can you believe this shit? This past week, because you know, uh, Charisma did mention earlier that you know I'm a big wrestling fan, and we watched uh, Dark Side of the Ring, which is on the on Device Network. So if you don't have it, just download the app to your Roku's if you have that or whatever. Now, this episode that had came out was the episode I was looking forward to when they announced season three. And only because I kind of knew the story, but I wanted to know more because I love hearing the stories from, you know, behind the scenes. The episode was, excuse me, the episode was called Dark, I mean, uh, Plane Ride from Hell. And this plane ride came from, uh, basically from like the, you know, Europe over back over to America. And a lot of people, now here's the thing, you don't have to be a wrestling fan, but you do know the names of Ric Flair, um, probably Brock, Brock Lesnar. You know, you just have to hear that name, you know, once or twice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to name everybody else because those are the main people that, you know, people know. Now, credit. I'm not going to front. Each Dark Side of the Re- episode, because keyword is dark, you will have some type of moment that you feel very uncomfortable watching it or hearing about it because a lot of the shit people do back in the day was crazy. That's why they made the series. Ric Flair. Um, I, now, when I first heard of this story, I thought that he exposed himself to a flight attendant on the flight. And the flight attendant did speak on her behalf from what happened. And this was uh, 19 years ago when the plane ride happened in 2002. So I thought that he just exposed himself. Not saying that's the right thing because it's definitely not right to just show your penis out. Brack Lesnar also did the same thing to another female that was on the flight that was a wrestler. But, you know, that's neither here or there. Mm-hmm. Well... In this case, we heard, we heard the full story. So not only he exposed himself, he was spinning his cock around like it's a, <clears> a, a helicopter. Cock. I, it was the first thing because he white. Um, and then while the lady, you know, the flight attendant was in the back trying to, you know, get some beverages, I guess. He went back there. It was like, hey, kind of like barricaded her. Yeah, like and, like she couldn't move. Yeah, and, and put, he, put, took it took her hand to place it on his dick. Yeah, like she was very uncomfortable. Exactly. Um, he, she kept asking him to leave. He wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. One like, of the guys had to come back to to get him out, you know, to kind of take him back to his seat and shit like that. Apparently, this was actually really common that he did stuff like that. Like he would walk yeah. around. With his um, robe. With just his robe. All you know, his robe is always flashy mm-hmm. and be naked underneath. Ric Flair drip. Yeah. And so, and the I guess it was common and... They just laugh at it, like, oh, he's being real. Yeah, boys will be boys. Now, here's where it really was like, like, that was uncomfortable hearing. But then the wrestlers, they were defending this shit. They were like, he does this all the time. You mm-hmm. know, like, and so there was a wrestler, Tommy Dreamer. He was like, if, you know, in today's time, everything is offensive. Look at my ponytail. I have a double ponytail. That's offending someone right now. Mm-hmm. So he compared his ponytail to Ric Flair's dick, to uh, for it to be exposed to a female. He, he said he was like, "I'm wearing rocking two ponytails right now." He was like, "That could be offensive to somebody, I'm sure." And everyone was like, "That's not the same thing." Yeah, you're you're comparing your hair, your your two ponytails in your hair, to someone being exposed to someone else's genitals, and, indecent and, exposure. And, and was forced to touch it. Yes, nonetheless, like, you can get arrested for that. Exactly, that's an offense. Exactly. So my whole thing is, is that why people don't ever really like why people be protected so much. Like, it's one thing to be like, look, I'm not gonna tell my, you know, my my 
you know, if my best friend cheated on his wife, you know, if I don't say nothing about it, that's one thing. But if some shit like that happens, like some like you, like you're forcing yourself, that's the reason why men don't ever hold other men accountable for they some don't. shit like this because they just allow that shit to happen. They be like, oh, he just being himself. No, no, that's and, not and, okay. And you hang with people like that? Yeah, you like we've all we've discussed a lot of times. Can you can you separate the the art from the person and no, all that you type can't. shit? So you can't. Because it's still the same person. It's still the same person, you know. It, no matter if it's if it's Ric Flair, because it's the thing. A lot of people got fired from that flight. A lot of people were suspended or fined from that flight. And they Rick, asked him too, why? How come Rick didn't get in trouble? And basically, like this, it's because it's Ric Flair. Because he's Ric Flair. Yeah. So the dude that made the comment about the ponytail, uh, Impact is the company that he works for. Um, they suspended his ass. They were like, "Look, if you gonna be talking like that, we gonna suspend you. Like, whatever." Ric Flair's AEW deal, because he was gonna be coming in to help out his uh, future son-in-law Andrade. Um, he's probably they probably need to just kind of like, you know what? Just not even worry about it. He ain't in. Moral of the story, y'all, is hold your friends accountable. Mm-hmm. Do not just let them get away with shit and just be like, oh, they're. They're being themselves. That's how they are. No, that's not okay. And the fact you hang with something like that is very scary. And, and the fact niggas like to justify it. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. And so <laughs> that's a dark side of the ring until I guess we can say, can you believe this shit? Can you believe this shit? You want to go first? I go first. Hold on. I went first last week. Okay, you know what? I'll go first. Since, uh... Mine is an old story. Go ahead. Okay, cool. So, uh... Guess I'll do an Oklahoma one. Uh, suspect poops in Oklahoma grocery store freezer. Customer touches it, picking up groceries. So, a man <laughs> decapitated inside of a, a, a Oklahoma grocery store. We live in Oklahoma. It's called Crest. So, uh, Shirley Wright Johnson was shopping at Crest with her children as she was reaching for a bag of pizza rolls. She said she felt something smushy on the bag and discovered it was human feces. She didn't look. She just grabbed it. You Okay, uh, th- this is my only... Because I wasn't there, of course. My only thing that I could think of is that, you know, she's with her children as she's shopping. You know how kids can get... So you know how, like, you can just... You you see whatever, but you grab it, so then... Stop that yelling! Stop that! He probably took a shit in the freezer, too, because it wouldn't smell. Because it's cold. Yeah. Because it wants to get when it gets hot and room temperature when you smell it. True, and I and I bet it was pretty fresh by the time she got over there. Probably. I wonder was it solid. Well, she said it was mushy. It was mushy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, she said I was ex- I was upset. I was disgusted. I felt like I was violated. She <laughs> she, t- she said she picked up that the bag uh, she picked up was on top, and uh, <laughs> it was enough to cover it. <laughs> so she said <laughs> store employees. To the uh, disturbing uh, discovery and to wash her hands and everything. Like, she bleached my hand, disaffected it, everything in the works. She shouldn't be putting bleach on her skin, but okay. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <clears throat> uh, I know it was nasty, but soap and water would have sufficed. Yeah, so uh, the surveillance video captured the perpetrator who pooped in the freezer. He immediately left after the act. So this nigga just came in, <laughs> did whatever he did, left. just left. Uh, they said, uh, police said the man was addis- additionally uh, seen taking pictures of women in the store. Mm-hmm. So, he was black too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. It's, um, I, I don't, I don't think I have his name, but disgusting. Yeah. Um. So um, 
I guess my moral of the story is everyone, if you're shopping, just look, look before it. Look before you touch. Yeah, and, and here's the thing: like how I do, like I don't pick the first one up. I like to pick the second one. It's like you know, yeah. I feel like something was on it, and clearly that's what she should have did. What you got? <clears throat> okay, so this story is old. How she got this from Twitter? Um, this is a story from 1999. Okay. In the 2000s. <laughs> so it says. <laughs> In 1999, a waitress named Tonda Lynn Dickerson, she was tipped a lottery ticket, okay? Mm-hmm. And with that lottery ticket, she won $10 million. Okay. One ticket, 10 million? All right. She was sued by her co-workers for their share. <laughs> then she was sued by the customer who tipped her the ticket. And then she was sued by the IRS, and also she was kidnapped by her ex. Talk about bad luck. So basically, the reason being, because you know when you're a waitress, you share your tips with the floor. Well, I remember we said in one episode that that was some fucked up. I said so I guess she didn't do shit. that, right? <laughs> so the man that tipped her lottery ticket... He probably thinking this bitch ain't gonna win. <laughs> right. <laughs> he probably scratched all his tickets and was like, you know what? I'm gonna just give him the last one. Right? <laughs> so he like, he didn't have no cash. He's like, give her his lottery ticket. She ended up winning. You sue her? You can't do that. That's not fair. <laughs> so then so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> So then she got sued by the IRS. I'm assuming she didn't pay her taxes. Yeah. And then her ex-husband tried to find out. Found out she won money and kidnapped her. Bitch, you was holding money from me? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yo. So, uh. So I think the thing that kills me is the fact the customer sued her. You gave it to me. You should. You, you know what? You shouldn't have gave me a lottery ticket. Yeah, because you didn't think I was going to win and I did. That's fucked up. <laughs> okay, so. And hold on, even the fucking uh, my coworkers, bitches, my tips. They, see, you you get me now. You from a few. You don't work for this. You don't work for this life. So if I would have won a dollar, would y'all be suing me for it? Yeah, we gonna split. How many cents we gonna get? You know, a couple pennies and stuff. Thirty cents each. Right. Not probably not even that because thirty. You know. Well, my whole thing is this. My whole thing is this. I thought it was fucked up that one time when that dude tipped. A very large, and they gonna split her. I'm like, I might be splitting it with a coworker I don't even fuck with. So I agree now. I hope you agree now that you know it's my money. It was my table. You know the customer. But it got wasn't. Me but it up. wasn't even really money. It wasn't like cash. It was the value of it. Like yeah. But still, the customer got me fucked up. Like nah, bitch, that's my money. No. Like so you so you go so you go pay lawyer fees for money you may not even get because I don't even know if she won the case uh the suit or whatever. I have to look it up to see. Um. But that's just that's just that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. But at the same time, don't just give her a lottery ticket. You know what? <laughs> that's like if I go to the strip club mm-hmm. and I have some lucky sevens. <laughs> okay. Oh, we, so, exclusive! What you got? So I looked it up. I'm looking at the story right now. So, um, uh, yeah. So she won two million. So. After she won two million, she said, it says, 
She chose to take 375000 over 30 years. Because I guess they're going to stretch it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, increments. Yeah, rather than rather the entire amount at one go. Mm -hmm. Soon after, she faced legal battles with colleagues, um, friends, and IRS. So, <clears throat> her colleagues claimed they had agreed beforehand that any of them... That if any of them won the lottery, they would share the winnings. My nigga, that's if that's if, but not not if somebody tipped me. Oh, yeah, no, hold on. But yeah, by technicality, because we go if we go do loophole <laughs> shit, by technicality, that's like, hey y'all, let's put in a dollar for exactly. the Powerball. Exactly. So, so that shit don't count. Go ahead. Yeah. However, she denied this and rejected a deal offering her thir her her three million dollars. Her lawyer described the coworkers as rats coming out of the woodwork. Soon after, a jury took 45 minutes to decide against Dickerson's and said she would have to split the winnings. Okay, however, in 2000, the Alabama Supreme Court reversed their decision. Mm. Then, in 2002, a judge threw out a suit brought against Dickerson by Edward Seward. Now... Seward is the man that tipped her the ticket. Right. Who said there was agreement to buy him a truck if the ticket was a winner. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but now we're getting the story. So basically, we didn't know about the, hey, we win a lottery, we got this. And then if I win, you, you got to buy me a truck. He probably said that on some funny shit. Not yeah, realizing. like, what the hell? Like, Don't forget about me. That was yeah. That <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Bitch, where's my truck? Yeah, but in the end, though, she ended up, was able to keep the money. Well, good. What about so, the IRS? They say. Oh, uh. Because uh, I mean, you, I mean that that's you can't beat the IRS. You and finally, there's IRS who spent a decade fighting her in court about exactly how much she owed in taxes on the money. They were demanding one million dollars, um, on top of her income and taxes. However, the court ruled in her favor. By the end, she gave most of her winnings away. To her family to set up a business. Um, but yeah. Okay. 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 They said now though she works as a poker dealer in a casino. <laughs> How fitting. <laughs> so basically, uh, maybe y'all should just not give away y'all winnings to y'all lottery tickets. Just keep them. Because guess what? You bought it to potentially to win the money that you can get. Yeah. So might as well just keep it for yourself. You know? Don't use nobody's money to buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, because those motherfuckers will hold you to that. Correct. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we let them? You know what? I go? think we had a pretty good show and everything like that. Uh, as of, as I'm watching the game, it's still zero zero. So I'm actually good, y'all. So if you guys don't hear from me in a few days on even my podcast, my team lost. Uh, <laughs> so anything else? No. All right. Well, till next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. And everyone, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean, as well as follow us on all social media platforms at RNDM Combos. Thank you for listening.